0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. Uh, Let me encourage you uh, to uh, spread the Word, right? Um, Most of all, spread the Word of the Kingdom of God. But do let everybody know about these times together, because that's the way these type of things grow, is just by word of mouth. And so just explain to them what it is. Uh, Basically, it's just a very short daily um, look at the Word of God. I always keep it under 10 minutes, because I know everybody's in a hurry. And you can just hit the button and listen to it while you're driving along or getting ready for the day or winding down for the day. And so, you know, there's a couple of big questions that we've asked ourselves. We've been looking in the book of Galatians. And the question is this, are we walking in freedom and liberty or are we tempted to go by the way of man to go back to the law? And it's so easy to go back to the law. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking of three or four things right now. Where people are, people in groups of people, entire churches, are caught up in a in a thing of the law, and they don't really know it. And the thing they're caught up in is not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, it's not a bad thing. It's not an evil thing, but they're making it of more worth and more value uh, than it should be. And they're actually exalting the it, whatever the it is. <laughs> they are actually exalting it over the Most High God. And any time you do that, you know what the issue is then. It's idolatry, right? So let's go to Galatians 5 where, we've been, uh, where we left off last time. And we're going to start at verse 13. We've already covered this a couple of times. But I want to get a run and go at the last couple of verses that we haven't examined. So Galatians five thirteen says this. For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. In the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. And so we've already covered that. He's saying here's the ultimate law you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law is fulfilled in that. Verse 16 now says this, But I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Paul is telling them, if you will walk by the Spirit, if you will walk within the power of the the Holy Spirit, you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. That desire of listening to those folks that have such a great argument that are trying to get you to go back to the law, that desire of thinking that you're living your salvation in and through the flesh, that you're living it out that way, he says, you will not carry that out if you walk in the Spirit. That's so important. Okay, If you walk by the Spirit, you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. As a matter of fact, I think that's one of the uh, uh, major truths that you see you know, in the Scripture. Three times in the New Testament, the Lord quotes out of Leviticus and says, be ye holy as I am holy. And quite often people say, well, yeah, the God tells us to do that, but there's just no way that you can live holy because everybody's sin. There's no way that we can live a sinless life. You're correct. In the flesh, there is no way to live a sinless life. But if we walk by the Spirit, we will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Now, I think a lot of times people... Uh, they think that, you know, that evil thought that just shoots through your mind that came out of nowhere and you wonder what in the world was that. Well, that right there in and of itself is not the sin. Okay, that's just a fiery dart of the enemy. It's when you turn around and start playing with that thought and start doing things with that thought that it becomes a sin. And so he's telling us this, if we will abide In the Spirit, walk by the Spirit. We will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Then also, what I mention all the time in John 15: If we abide in the Lord Jesus, if we abide in Him, and walk by the Spirit, we will not sin. I think that's actually a good definition of sin: is stepping out the stepping outside of the abiding of the Lord Jesus Christ, of not walking by the Spirit. Now, there's three verses here together, so let's look at all of them. But I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Verse 17, for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please. So he's saying this, the flesh is actually in the battle against the spirit. And boy, don't we know that. And there's all sorts of questions that sometimes come to our mind related to that. You know, along the line of, well, Lord, when you saved us, why did you just not translate us to glory immediately? Lord, when you saved us, why didn't you give us a glorified body here on earth to walk around in, then more people would believe in you? You know, all these things that we think we come up with that are better ideas than what the Lord has done, you know? Yeah. And so the, the truth of the answers to all those questions is this. God does everything. He does everything in the way that he desires, And the way that he desires is oriented around what will bring the greatest glory to his kingdom, what will bring the greatest glory to him. And, you know, we have a hard time wrapping our mind around that, but that's not the way we think. Though quite often it is the way we act because we are usually acting and motivated by that, which is of greatest benefit to us personally. Right. Right. So he's saying this, the spirit is against the flesh. The flesh is against the spirit. They're in opposition to one another so that you don't do the things that you please to do. Verse 18, the last one we'll look at in today's episode. But you are led by the spirit. If you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. He's saying this, if you are led by the spirit of the most high God, then you're not under the law. And we see this mentioned a couple of times in a couple of ways. I think the oppositional corollary, whatever you want to call it right there, is also true. What does it say here? If you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the law and you place yourself under the law and you're trying to live out your life of righteousness under the law and by the law, then you're not being led by the Spirit. Now, I know, boy, people jump to extremes on that thing that whole idea, but it's really, really simple. We must be led by the power of of the Holy Spirit and not by the law, not by the law that the Lord gave in the Old Testament. uh, That law was fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we live out that law when we abide in him, walk in his spirit. When we are with him, that's how we fulfill the law. And people forget that sometimes, you know, because I, I love it. People come back and say, well, I'm not in the law. I don't have to obey the law. And I'll go, oh, really? So you're just going to blow up, blow off uh, Exodus 20, the Ten Commandments. And they go, well, oh, no, no, no. We still have to do the Ten Commandments. Well, that's part of the law. As a matter of fact, it's sort of a succinct summation of the law. Well, what it is, we keep the law in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what he's bringing out to these folks. If you're led by the Spirit, You're not under the law. If you're led by the spirit, you don't need the law. If you're led by the spirit, you have everything that you need because the spirit will be victorious over the flesh. Now, the next episode, we're going to get in that really, really familiar passage that speaks of what the deeds of the flesh are and what the fruit of the spirit is. Okay, But you see the context of it now. Know this. If you are a true believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you have repented and confessed and called upon him unto salvation, then he has placed you within his kingdom and has given his Holy Spirit. And you have a choice. You can live through the power of the Holy Spirit or you can live through the power of the flesh and the law. It's just as simple as that. Lay it before the Lord and say, Lord, where do I stand before you? In what power am I walking in? And see what he says. I thank you so much for being with me this time. And I'll see you again next time. Okay. Bye bye.